Hello everyone, thanks for joining us. This is Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Higher, where we're cultivating atmospheres for God to move in everyday life. Hey everyone, welcome to Coming Up Higher. This is Alicia and Whitney, and we have a lovely guest on the show today who we just love um, with all of our hearts, mm-hmm. and we know that you will too. Her name is Latika Wiley, and she is the founder of Latika Wiley, Latika Wiley Ministries. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, mentor of four and more, mm-hmm. and a spiritual midwife to some. She's called Mama Tika. Yep. That's what we call her. We know her. <laughs> yeah, that's how we know we her. We know that. <laughs> um, really? The birthing of Mornings with the Holy Spirit, which was a 21-day devotional, uh, God has rearranged some things in author Latika Wiley's life. She was then a wife, but now a widow, but she's trusting God with her radical faith. Mm. She knows that because of her faith in God, everything is going to be okay no matter what. Today, she's continuing to listen to Holy Spirit speak while she's upholding her obedience to God. And she's grateful for her late husband, Joseph Wiley Jr., who he poured into her life. And she gives much credit and gratitude uh, to him because of what he instilled in her. So her first release of Mornings with the Holy Spirit is now um, an inspirational, motivating, and empowering ministry on Facebook with much more to come. And just a short plug right there. If you're on Facebook, go and find Mornings with the Holy Spirit because it is encouraging and uplifting. And it's just so great to be a part of a community that's like-minded and like spirited yeah, every day there's there's a word and a message on there and there's there's a group of people that are seeking after his face so it's awesome yeah and so right now Latika is focusing on the direction to which god shifted her the birthing of her new ministry this multi-kingdom strategist simply wants to be obedient to god and please him and him only and she serves under the leadership of pastor albert weathers from no cross no crown fellowship which mm-hmm. is an awesome church in rockford illinois yes. <laughs> yes all of our rockford listeners if you need a church yes. home no cross yes. no crown fellowship <laughs> that's right well welcome latika we're so glad to have you on coming up high yes. hello hello hi ladies how are you doing good wow and this is not the first time uh, Mama Tika has done a podcast with us. Mm-hmm. She was on uh, the reconciliation conversation, and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. she was just telling it like it is. Yeah. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. But with the uh-huh. heart, no, just with love and just sharing what you feel like God has been saying to you, and that's like that's what I look for most in a minister or in somebody that I'm going to listen to and invest my time in and stuff is just tell me what God is telling you just black and white and just tell, you know, with, with his love, obviously, Mm -hmm. but I want to know what he's speaking and no more, no less. And that's what you do. So I appreciate that so much. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I just want you ladies to know, thank you. I do not take it lightly to be here on this platform with you all. I really thank you for this. Well, we're blessed to have you on and it's really been a blessing to watch your, your journey um, since really, since I first, first met you, but, um, specifically this last year and after, after losing your, your beloved husband, um, just this journey that the Lord has taken you on, um, you didn't lie down and stay there when, when you, um, had this catastrophic thing happen in your life. Um, you chose to let the Lord heal you, but, but not just heal you. And and I know it's a continuous process in that. Um, but you allow him to mold you and use you during this time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and 21 days with the Holy spirit and, and all these things that came out of that. Can you just kind of take us on that testimony journey? Um, you know, as, as early on as you want to go. Um, but just tell us a little bit about the, the process the Lord has had you on. Well, it has been like, I was thinking about it since you all have, um, asked me to be on here and I'm like, man, Lord, it's been like, almost like a whirlwind in a sense. Um, when you talk about, uh, the tragedy that happened. So it, you know, my situation may not be different than other people's because a lot of people have lost their spouse or lost a loved one. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So I want to just speak from my perspective of how sudden it happened without any warning. Um, you already spoke earlier that I lost my husband, and I did. December 2nd is a day that myself, my church, though my family will never forget because um, it was really a normal day. If I go back to December 1st of 2019, um, me and my husband, everything was good. As a matter of fact, let me go back to November, the Thanksgiving, the weekend, because it led up until when he passed away. Um, it's like God knows uh, how to prepare us mm -hmm. for something without you even know that he's preparing you. Mm -hmm. And I'm right now going to speak on his side. I believe that my husband knew without knowing because mm -hmm. that last week of his life, he made sure to tell me that he wanted me to spend time with him. Mm -hmm. He said, if, um, you go somewhere, I'm going somewhere with you. If I go somewhere, you're going with me. Mind you, we spent all our time together. Mm -hmm. We just, my youngest son had just moved out. So we was kind of like, I guess what they call it, empty nesters in the sun. Uh -huh. <laughs> so we always spend time together. Although we do both do ministry heavy. So when we, we do, I'm pulled a lot. He's pulled a lot. So, but he was very adamant about, spend it like we just gonna be together we you know if you go somewhere so i'm like okay so that's what happened every day from that wednesday when he got off of work every single day even i was asked to do something in ministry and i told i i, I thought about doing it and i asked him i said well would you mind going with me to the event and he was like is it food there and i'm like <laughs> yeah i'll go and then i thought about it, i'm like but he said that he wanted it just to be me and him. So we, like our week was a mate, like Wednesday, well, every day, to be honest with you, if I just start talking about him, it's gonna go another direction. But my husband was amazing to yeah. me. God sent him, I'm gonna take a pause. God sent my husband in my life to show me God's love in a man here on earth. So. For the first time, I really was able to see what it meant for uh, Christ, uh, for the husband to love uh, his wife as Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never really, I understood it, but you know how I say it's a mystery? Mm -hmm. I felt like I got it mm -hmm. when I married him. And it, it's just, we, I've never been one with anyone until him. Mm -hmm. And so when I tell you he was, my everything outside of Jesus. He was loving. He was caring. He was a protector. He would comfort me. He was my best friend. I could tell him anything. He was all of that. So anyway, when, when he says spend time together, I'm like, honey, we spend time together every day. But this time I, I know it was intentional. It was God mm -hmm. so that I didn't have any regrets. So from Wednesday, all the way until Monday, driving him to work. I mean, Wednesday, Wednesday, all the way till Thanksgiving, we went for the first time to my pastor's house for, and we, because we would always go away back to St. Louis. We from, I'm from Missouri. So we would go back there or whatever. But anyway, I don't, I'm trying, I don't want to make this long, but we, we spent every day from Wednesday on together and we had a beautiful time when we when that monday came my car was down so i actually ended up driving with him to work that morning early in the morning he get up early and so he driving and i'm on the other side and matter of fact we stopped to get coffee like because he do it every day and he spoke to the um attendant you know you remember everything he spoke to the attendant and got his little snack cake and you know all these little things and so everything was good we, we good so i mean he was my husband was healthy this is why is 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 it is tragic and so when we get to he gets to work and i get i go over to the to the truck on the other side and i give him a kiss and i was like oh your, your lips is wet we used to always make little goofy stuff i said your, your lips too wet and he was like okay honey i love you i said i love you too and so he walked to the gate 
because he worked at Chrysler. And I saw him walk past the gate and I got in the car. And when I got in the truck, for some reason, the brake light came on, which made me sit on the parking lot for a minute. And I called them and I asked them, I said, honey, do you think that I should leave? Or should I, should I um, wait and let you see what's going on with the car? And, I, and then I just answered my own question. I said, you know what, that's okay. It'll be okay. And so he just said, okay. And so no, it, I di it didn't dawn on me because normally when I drive him to work, he's very protective. He will wait until I get away from that road because it's like real kind of rural back there. He'll wait till I get like in, on the street where I can see. But this time he didn't. So I got to 20 minutes away, maybe to Planet Fitness. And I was about to step on an um, elliptical and a lady called me from his job and said, um, you, um, does your husband take any medication for his heart? And I'm like, no. And so she said, nothing's wrong talking to me just like this. I said, okay. She said, but I need, I need you to just meet me at the hospital. Mind you, he worked in Belvedere, but she said for me to meet him at Rockford. So my mind, and she told me nothing's wrong, but, and this happened to people before where they get sick and they got to go to the hospital. So I'm like, okay, but something in me decided to pick up the phone and just tell my pastor, hey, can you just pray? Because for some reason they called and told me to meet my husband at work. My pastor being who he is, let me take a sip. <laughs> he met me at the hospital, right? So we get to the, we get to the hospital in Rockford, OSL, and I get another call. She said, I'm so sorry. I meant to tell you to meet me at, meet us at Belvedere Hospital. Oh. So I'm like, okay. So now mind you, time is passing. So now my pastor, he's flying and I'm flying. I'm, but still not feeling like anything's wrong, wrong like that, but still like, okay. So we get there. <clears throat> and uh, and the nurse, she said, okay, I'm going to take you to the, to the back with your husband. And just a minute, you, you know, just have a seat. I said, okay. So we sat there for 10 minutes. Again, we go up, sit there for 10 more minutes. She said, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me go. Let me get you and bring you back to the back so you can get with your husband. Does it sound like anything's wrong here? No. no. So the last time I told my pastor to go up, because I'm like, kind of seemed like something why aren't they let? I'm his wife. That's the first thing I said to him when I got to the hospital. And then I said, Pastor, can you go? So they told him the same thing. Nice, still the same way. So I said, Pastor, let's pray. We in the, in the, in the room and we pray. We out in the outside. We never got back to the back. And next thing I know, these I will never forget this day ever in my life. The doctor walks out of these doors, no glass, because I don't know why for some reason I feel like glass should have been on the doors, but no glass on the doors that he walks out and he comes to me and he said, your husband is gone. So, but that didn't register to me because gone to me meant, oh, he must have left. So literally, I'm like, oh, well, where did he go? You guys told me to come here. You know, the lady just kept telling me, that she was going to bring us to the back so we can go back there and see him. And then he just looking at me and he was so cold. He said, I'm sorry, he's gone. And I'm still not getting it. So I'm like, pastor, what is, what is he talking about? So pastor asked him and then, then it registered with pastor and I'm looking at him and I'm like, wait, hmm. you mean he's gone? Like he's not here. You wow. mean like he left? So from that moment, first of all, that, that right there is something else that I'll talk about at a later time, because it was very cold how they told me, and they told me out in the waiting area. They didn't take me to the back, nothing. But from, I thank God that my pastor was there. That was nobody but the Holy Spirit to lead him, because I don't have any family in Rockford outside of my church family. So he was there. I can't imagine if I was by myself, but you, you talk about going from, we've been planning. We just moved. We had just moved from, sorry. We had just moved from a house, 
um, five months ago because the Holy Spirit prompted my husband. He, it was just like out the blue. He said, we have to move. We got to move. We're going to downsize because we're going to prepare for my retirement so that we can move to a warmer climate. I said, okay. He said, you know, when I hear from God, I said, yeah, I do. So immediately we started getting things, selling things, moving into a one bedroom apartment. Five months prior to this happening, we, he, my husband made sure that I was going to be okay. So all we was in a five bedroom house. So imagine that happening then, but he, God had him shift everything and we moved. I'm in a one bedroom apartment. It's like everything was just, when I look back was God used him to prepare for everything without him knowing. Cause I know that he didn't know. So when I tell you that this thing was like, it was, it was like that, like for real. But when it happened, I sat there because I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, God, wait a minute. So this is where you're going to have to show me because I'm going to be honest with you. I, most of the time, women kind of have to be strong for whatever the reason, whether it's because you got to raise your kids on your own or you you just got to, you know, you got to do these duties or you got to do that. And so a lot of times my kids always looked at me. I'm this strong superwoman. I'm not superwoman at all. And I'm like, God, I am weak right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not strong at all. I am not strong. And you are going to have to, that scripture you say, where you will give me strength in my weakness right now, I need that. I had to admit that to him. And when I tell you that, from that moment, it's something is inside of me. Like he gave me a spiritual strength. Like I can't even explain it to this day yeah, that yeah. he given me. Like when, when, when God's word is living, that thing is powerful. Cause it's no way in the world. Y'all I'm going to be honest that I should be okay mm -hmm. right now, but I am because of God. Yeah, because I know people that have lost their minds who who could not make it out of this, who 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 left here after something like this, but God. Yeah. So when I yeah. ah, so you all, when I tell you, it is just amazing how God can just come in and give you strength. Now, it's not to say that I'm not going to have tears. I'm probably going to cry some more throughout this broadcast. I'm probably going to cry afterwards. I was crying before. So I was thinking about your, the song you wrote, Say the Dance for Me. I, I, it was hard for me to listen to that the first time. I don't know. It was, And I think I ended up reaching out to you and, and letting you know. But that thing, that, that song right there, I'm telling you, is really saying everything that's in my heart. Like, I, I, w I wouldn't ask him to come back. Right. Because where he's at, I know. I know where he is. Mm -hmm. But just say the dance for me, honey. You know, like, just I'm going to come come dance with you, honey. You and the father. But it's just, I just think about how I want to encourage somebody really fast. And I think you all ask me what you want. When all of this stuff happened, God started talking to me about, first of all, the, this, this, I have a book. This is not a plug. This is real stuff. Before my husband passed away, I was in the process of writing this book. I finished it. He pushed me to finish the book. He did because I was kind of dragging my feet. He pushed me, he pushed me, he pushed me. And I finally got it all done to the point where it was the cover, right? Mm -hmm. So he's seen all of that, but it was not published until after he, he passed. As a matter of fact, it was published on Christmas day. And so it's like everything that happened, happened because God, the Holy Spirit literally just, he told him to move us. He had me ride to work with him. Cause I, even if my husband was driving to work, 
by himself and whatever took place once he because as soon as he got to work that day and he went behind the gate when I watched him and I was sitting on the parking lot that's when it happened mm. Wow. That's when it happened. And he had a so, heart attack, correct? Correct. Uh, they, they that yes. Mm. They still they but they claim is natural causes. Mm. I'm so I don't fully know, but yeah. it's okay. Because God knew that he finished his race. Mm -hmm. And that right there is where I have comfort because my husband was all I mean Sunday at church, everything just he, it was nothing, no sign, no warning, no nothing, but that's okay. Cause I'm okay. That's what God kept telling me. And I kept telling everybody, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, I asked God, I said, what does that mean for me? Cause I, now you, I'm saying this too much and literally I'm saying it before I thought about it. And I'm like, I know what okay mean. You, you know what I'm saying? I know okay mean like you're fine, you're all right, you're good, all of that. But what does that mean for me, God? This is how, because you know when you have a relationship with God, you can kind of talk to him. Mm -hmm. He know what I'm talking about. Like, what right. does that mean for me? What does that mean? Why do I keep saying I'm okay? Because everybody keep asking me, and the thing that comes out of my mouth is I'm okay. And he said, you are okay. I said, okay, well, what does that mean, Lord? And he said, you're okay because you're overcoming knowing. You're overcoming not knowing. You couldn't have known, you didn't know, and you may not know, but you're okay with that. Wow. And I'm like, whoo, mm. that's my okay. Wow. I'm overcoming knowing. I, 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 he had me overcome knowing that my husband was going to pass away. He didn't let him die in my bed. You know, that could have happened. You know, it's so many different factors, but God, but God used my husband to birth out something because he pushed me to do it. I would not have finished this book. Hmm. And then in the midst of this, how God is just something else and your obedience to do what God called you to do, even when you don't understand why in the world would you have me do this now? Right. So the book comes out on the 25th and then the Holy Spirit says, I want you to go live and do this. In the moment I said, yes. So not without thinking, I just start getting it together. Right. Two days after I was out there, I'm like, what did he just have me do? Mm. But I'm out here now. Mm. And he said, no, you say, okay. It's okay. You're overcoming knowing and you have to be obedient to me in this moment right now, because wow. it's something that I am birthing out of you. So keep going. And so it's like something I didn't ask for the, the Holy spirit put legs to this thing yeah. and birthed a ministry that I, I did not ask for. Mm -hmm. And I call it like my, one of my, me and my husband's spiritual baby, right? Right. Because it, we didn't have kids together. We went, I wish I didn't tie my shoes, but I did. <laughs> but we got this. Wow. You know, we have this, our first one. And then recently, I, I we birthed another one. So spiritually, we have two babies now. But this was the first one. So now, like you all said, I have mornings with the Holy Spirit devotional group that started because of this book mm -hmm. that is not no like and I feel like I did nothing except for do what God told me I don't I'd have done nothing absolutely nothing you know that's just really seriously how I feel and I want to stay that way because I didn't do anything like it was probably really up to me after before those days he told me to do it I probably wouldn't if I would have thought about it but I didn't I just did it and then once I was out there and I realized it, the only reason I didn't sink was because I just had to keep my mind on them. And even until this right now, today, I have to keep my mind on them because he talking about overcoming, not knowing, I still don't fully know, you know? Right. And I, I don't know if I ever will. I'm going to give you all a scripture that the Lord gave me because remember I started off in Rockford, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's where I started. And so after my husband passed away, I'm praying about where, what am I supposed to do? Because honestly, living wise, I wanted to stay where I was because that's my family. My church family is everything to me. Like they're my family. And so is my family and my children. Cause at my, every, my fam, my kids, my family are amazing. My, my, my children, uh, do we shout out to my kids? My kids are absolutely amazing. I don't know where they came from, but God (laughs) knew that they were supposed to be a part of me so that they can be just a blessing. Nobody's perfect, but my children really blessed me during this time. It's crazy. But, um, a scripture that God gave me and, 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 and when to confirm what he said to me, because he ended up telling me that I had to leave Rockford and go to California. What? Hmm. Okay. But me and my husband talked about coming here. And so the scripture he gave me was Hebrews 11 and eight by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance obeyed and went without knowing where he was going. So this scripture really hit me because the inheritance part, okay, but more so he obeyed and went without knowing where he was going. Like right now, I believe that God wants his people, and I'm talking about all over, to still, even in the midst of this pandemic, to still obey and go, not knowing where you're going. Because we have to be in, like he told me, I need you right now, right back then, to have radical faith. Hmm. So having radical faith is is more than having a measure of faith. Having radical faith is more than a mustard seed faith. Like having radical faith is going out of your comfort zone, leaving a place where I I did, I got comfortable in Rockford, even though I wasn't from there, but I got comfortable there. But I I, I didn't want to leave there, but he said, no, I need you to go to this place that I'm calling you to go, not knowing why I'm taking you there. Mm-hmm. You know, not knowing it's a reason why I'm having you go here. And it's more than what I, what I really know. I can't tell you I fully know now, but I do know some yeah. and I can't reveal it right now. I know a little bit of it. Yeah. So I'm going to shut up because you probably need to ask me a question. No, that was good. I'm glad mm-hmm. you, I think it's really important for people to know the process and to hear how God's hand was even in the days prior before your husband passed away. And even oh. the, even the, even the months and the years prior by speaking to your husband, we need to move, we need to downsize. And so that whole process mm-hmm. is important because God's hand is in it all. And he prepares us ahead of time for, for the things that, that come, come in our lives and, and uh, hindsight looking back, you go, Oh, wow. Like, and, and you can, have even a bigger gratitude for your testimony because he brought you through. Yeah, I I really do. Well, and I just, something that I kept hearing as you were talking, because, you know, your husband was amazing. He was such a a great guy and we had the privilege of meeting him a few times. But what I kept thinking was the verse um, in John 12, 24, very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Mm. And that was a verse that I know we clung to a lot when our dad passed away. And you're shaking your head like <laughs> like it's... Some- because the Holy Spirit literally kept bringing that to me mm. when, in the first moments when he left. So go ahead. That's just yeah. God. Wow. Yeah. And I, you know, I still to this day don't know if I really fully understand why, why things are like this. Uh, you know, why they have to pass away. Cause our, our dad was young and, you know, had a lot of had a potential things ahead of him as well. But we realized that our dad was a seed that went into the ground that, yes. that so many things were birthed out of, out of his death, out of his home going that maybe wouldn't have happened had he been here. Cause I know like for us, we relied heavily a lot on him and we, 
you know, I was going to school to help his ministry and things like that. But then God had a ministry for us to birth and to bring forth that was different. And it's, it's just kind of like you said, when their, when their work is done here, God takes them home. But yeah. it's through that, that it's through that dying that something new is birthed in us. And mm-hmm. I just think like with your book and, and now with your ministry and everything that's come out of a devastating situation, mm-hmm. but God's bringing new life. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, yeah, that verse was just coming to mind the whole time Same as you were here. speaking. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, because you you also said something, and I'm going to encourage some, some single women or some women right now, too, because you said you all used to rely on your dad heavily, right? And I get that totally, because I'm like a daddy's girl, too. Mm-hmm. But when my husband came in my life, because I had never had a, a man like him who loved me unconditionally and provided and protected and cared for me and comforted me it was it's been times and it's it's a process but God just gave me something powerful like about a month ago that I want to share with you every night I'm gonna give you one thing every night before we went to where when we was in the bed my husband would always do this so this meant come over to his side so he can I can go to sleep Without me, without him doing this, he couldn't go to sleep. And without me coming over there, so I wouldn't go to sleep. When I went to sleep, then he'll let me go over and then he'd go to sleep because I had a hard time going to sleep. And so I, I was like, God, like, because I, I, I was having a problem going to sleep in the room and in the bed. And and God, I said, God, is like you, you took the one that comforted me you took the one that he was the protector of me you know he he loved me he was like my best friend I feel like I can't trust nobody right now and he said you do know that I was the one that was giving him the ability to do what he did so that was me and guess what I'm still here will you let me wrap my arm around you wow you know he said did you know that I've never left you. I know that your husband's up there with me, but guess what? I'm still here with you. Mm-hmm. And women need to be encouraged to know. That's why it's important for the relationship with him that before you're with a man and while you're with a man, you still need a foundation of a relationship with God because that's what you got to still have to rely on mm-hmm. if that man is not there because at the end of the day we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling and I, and I'm and if I didn't have that that relationship with God if my inner man wasn't strengthened I would not have been able to make it to this point but because I already had a relationship prior to my husband and during the time I had a, my husband God was able to say hey snap out my emotions, my feelings may be a little valid, but the Holy Spirit know how to check them. Something he told me lately, he's filtering my emotions and my feelings with the Holy Spirit. I have to allow that though. A lot of women have a hard time because they're trying to get something from a man or even a woman or something else that God is trying to give them. So in my emotional state, when at one time I was thinking about my husband and like, Oh my God, like I was missing him. That's a, that we, because the truth is we do have to mourn. We need to take time to mourn yeah. that. That's the truth. It's as strong as people see me. That was not me. That was his strength, but I still made sure I got what I needed so that I can mourn. I had to be honest, mm-hmm. but God said, you, the void that you won't need to be filled is in me. So you not going to have the flesh, but you're going to, you got my spirit, you know, and I just want women to be encouraged in their singleness to, to know, or a widow out there to know that even though your loved one may have left this earth, the Holy spirit of God is still, he is more powerful and he loved me more than my husband loved me. Mm-hmm. He lo- he that unconditional way that my my husband loved me was because God placed that love in him for me. You know, so it's just 
I, I, that's my prayer for women today because I know it's a hard thing. It's different. My whole life has been uh, rearranged mm-hmm. on Dece- from December 2nd, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, no, this is good. This is encouraging and yeah. just the Holy Spirit's on it. And that's because you follow his leading. That's one thing that I hear throughout your testimony, Latika, is I, I laid my feelings and my emotions aside and the Lord said, do this. And I, I did it. And you make it sound simple and it's not simple. <laughs> it's not, but, but there was, there's something about being in that broken place where, where it's just like, you know what, God, I don't, I, I can't do this on my own. I, I can't think of any ideas, any solutions. When you have that foundation with God, you lean on him so heavily and he is your source and your sustainer. And, yeah. and, and that, um, in that place, you get the instruction, you get the, the comfort, you get the healing, you get the, the restoration, but it's, it's because you have to be in proximity right. with him. And, mm-hmm. um, I think about our time in our grieving process. It just felt like, you know, that verse in Psalms where under the, under the shadow of the almighty, you're just tucked away and, and, and he, he just has you under his wing during that time. And there's a grace in that season that even though you're walking through such difficult things, um, he gives you the grace and instruction to, to overcome. But it's that obedience that I hear in you that said, wherever you go, I'm going to go. And, and, and you followed and that's, that's, you're seeing the fruit, you're walking in the fruit of it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it just reminds me of uh, being in the hospital room when our dad passed away and he had taken his last breath and I was sitting kind of behind his like left shoulder area because we were all crowded around. And I just remember thinking in my mind, like, God, I don't know how anything good could ever come from this, but I know that if anyone could bring good from it, it's you. And so if you can promise me that you can do that, I'll, I'll follow you. I'll do whatever needs to be done. And that was your heart cry too. And just look at where God has brought all of us. And I just remember, um, it was shortly after your husband passed away. We were all at, uh, like the new, it was, it wasn't new year's Eve, but it was kind of a beginning of 2020, um, church service, prophetic worship and stuff. And Alicia and I were leading the worship and uh, Pastor Andrew Hall from Rockford was speaking. And I just remember um, it was one of us praying over you at the end. And I just remember the spirit just speaking that this isn't going to cripple you and that God, although you need to grieve and heal and do those things, like this isn't going to stop God's plans for you moving forward. Mm-hmm. And you weren't going to find your identity in that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what's so important when when going through grief is we, we have to, like you said earlier, Mama Tika, like we have to allow ourselves to grieve. We can't skip it. We can't fast forward. Like Um, you, you know, it's better just to deal with it as you're experiencing it than to let it compound like interest later mm -hmm. on, you know? Yes. But at the same time, we don't, we can't identify and label ourselves as a widow or as, you know, someone who lost her dad. Like, although those are, are, true and you know a part of our story like we can't live in that identity because had you lived in that identity look what wouldn't be in existence right now your book wouldn't be in existence like mornings with the holy spirit group would not be in existence like your ministry none of that would be and so i just want to encourage listeners out there when you go through a tragedy or a death like grieve and mourn and do what you need to do to heal but realize that 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 isn't who you are it's not totality it's not and it's and it's and and this is what they need to know too from the beginning god told me i will not allow you to go into a dark place and so they need to know that there is light yeah not just at the end of the tunnel but in the tunnel like god will literally take his hand in that tunnel and pull you right out if you allow him to don't allow the 
the the grief, the pain, the the heartache, the, the the all of that to consume you to a point where you stay with your head down in the sand and you stay dark. God don't have us here still on this earth to be living but dead. He that's not that's not his will for us, you know, and so that's why I can keep going because there is life in Jesus. Amen. There's life, and guess what? My husband's not dead. Joseph Wiley ain't, he's, he's still living up there. Mm -hmm. and, and guess what? I'm still living down here and I have a work to do. And so does anybody else that's here. And, and the enemy wants us to give up y'all. Right. He wants us to say, this is too much, but no, it's not. Mm -hmm. We're, we were all called for such a time as this to plow through the darkness, the heartache, yes. the pain, you know, everything. He's going to give people beauty for ashes. Ain't that right? Mm -hmm. He's going he's gonna to give us some joy that's going to come in the morning. Because mm -hmm. the truth is, even though, like, I have my moments where I might, of course, I might, like, get sensitive. You you yeah. all, your, your dad's been um, gone for a little while, right? Yeah. How many years has it been? It'll be seven. Seven, yeah. See, and sometimes when you think about your dad, you may cry. It's only been yeah. eight months since my husband's been gone. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's all still relevant. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that they don't stay stuck in the emotions, but get, get, get your mind back in a place so that those dreams, those purposes, the plans, it's a reason why God kept us all here. Yeah. But right now, we, we're living for a reason, for this. Mm -hmm. To, to spread the goodness of God. You know, yes, I want them to know the reality is, yes, I, I lost my husband, but you just said, I'm not going to identify or label myself as a widow because to me, when I think about a widow, I, and although, yeah, I did lose my husband, so that's the case, but I'm not, I don't have a black cape over my head. You know, I got on black, y'all, but don't trip. But I don't have, a, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not dead. I'm very alive in because of Christ. So I just thank God for what he's doing right now, you all. So yeah. I just love, it. I love God. And yeah. I love loving on people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're preaching over here. So mm -hmm. I, know, I know this is encouraging people um, because you're a testimony that, you know, when we grieve and when we hurt and when we, when we think of our loved ones and cry, it's because there was, there was genuine love there. There was a reason there, there, there was a, a heart, connection that you can't deny because it, it still goes on um mm -hmm. even after they 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 move on um to heaven it, but it's just evidence that there was love that there that there was a connection there and i think that's important and you said something earlier about god rearranging your life and uh that word just brought up a very special uh event that you have Yay! coming up that i want you to talk about and it's um the, <gasps> the conference online conference mm -hmm. uh, called rearrange. And so um, go ahead and just tell our listeners about that and, and, uh, and just how they can sign up, how they can be a part. Cause it's coming up pretty soon. <laughs> it is So, okay. So we have a conference that's coming up. That's the theme is rearrange. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Duh. So God rearranged my life. And so guess what? He is rearranges of things the question to ask everybody's going to be asked is what do you do when a furniture of your life is rearranged mm -hmm. now mind you I, I just know that god is going to just do something powerful they're going to be prophetic rooms and different things every you're going to enter into a prophetic room of worship with one our guest right here is uh <laughs> Alicia whitney <Hey>. hello <laughs> and it's a time the mornings with the holy spirit squad we're going to have a, a pastor or prophetess tammy carter so it's going to be a lot is september the 4th and 5th we'll be streaming live from california when i tell you it is going to be amazing so i need everybody to go and like get their tickets now because from now until august 11th they register is 25 dollars. after that all the way up until the day of the event it will be 30 but get it now like they don't want to miss this god spoke this to me back way back when and it's just manifesting now and i am excited Yes. Yes. It's going to be good. If anybody's got a little taste of the Holy Spirit from this podcast and, and uh, Latika and her message, it's going to be, it's going to be times a thousand. <laughs> you have some amazing speakers that uh, have gone alongside you with, 
My pastor, Albert Weathers, I cannot say, I'm not had to say his name. I'm sorry. It's a, I don't want to keep saying names because then no. I'll forget somebody. But yeah. Pastor Albert Weathers is my pastor and I love him so much. And he's going to be a part. It's a whole lot of them. And I he's don't an amazing preacher people. and, you know, gifted and, and bringing forth the word. And mm-hmm. he's encouraging. He's a motivator. But he's, uh. he's not afraid to lay down the law a little bit either i, I like that about yeah. him he'll call it like and it also you ladies there's going to be because um one of our hosts we do on sundays is millennial mornings with whitney fleming mm-hmm. and there's going to be what what god has showed me a prophetic pour over the millennials oh, there is oh. something that needs to be released to the millennials in this hour like the millennials need to take a, a certain mantle and that's what's going to happen as well at the conference good awesome. we're millennials yeah so. hey we'll, we'll jump on <laughs> we'll that, that <laughs> oh you are oh but you are <laughs> that's awesome well just like it was a confirmation to me when you had told me the name of the conference because at the beginning of 2020, we heard a word and I can't, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but uh, I was telling you about it. He just said, as he asked God, what, what was the year 2020? Like what, what was a word or what was God going to be doing? And God said, it's the year of re R E. And he said, I want you to look up every word in the English dictionary that starts with R E. And so he did. And he, he listed a, a bunch just uh, rearrange was one of them. He's going to restore. He's going to reset, recalibrate. Yeah. He was just like all these RE words. And I was just like jumping out of my chair. because I was like, this is so good. And then you tell us okay. about this conference and Alicia, she has a book coming out this year. That's called um, reset, recalibrate and restore. My uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that and I wrote I last minister- year. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. See, <laughs> and I was ministering to a lady last year about the re. Mm-hmm. So this, and, and, and her, her ministry, because I was talking to her about her ministry, and the re has happened. It's happening. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till your book comes out. Thank you. I'm, I'm working on it. It's in the <laughs> editing process now, so we're almost there. <laughs> so. so, yeah, so I just encourage listeners, go and sign up for the conference because it's no coincidence. Uh, it's called Rearrange. It's no coincidence. All of us are coming together for this. Um, I just believe it's going to be a big Holy Spirit blowout. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it because you can't, there's just been a crushing that mm-hmm. all of us have experienced, but out of the crushing comes the anointing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. And so uh, I just know that God has brought us all together for a, a, a purpose more than we can even realize right now to advance his kingdom, to reconcile people to him. And uh, I'm just excited to see it all play out yes. and I'm honored to be a part. We, we are. Yes. So go ahead and find that um, the, the rearrange conference and we'll be posting that on our social media as well. But um, before we close out Latika, I would just love you to pray for our listeners Um, maybe that are dealing with grief, maybe that are even, maybe not even grieving a loved one, but just grieving the process that they're in right now, whether it's um, the loss of a job, the loss of family relationships or friendships or whatever it is. Um, I just, I just really feel like um, having you pray for, for grieving hearts and, um, and just releasing peace over them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I just come to you. We come to you right now, Father God, just humbly before your throne of grace. Lord, you are an amazing God. And there is no one like you, Father. And I am so in awe of you and what you do. All of the attributes of you, Father, you amaze me so much every day. Lord, I'm asking you right now, Lord God, that those that are out there listening, the viewers, God, those that may be watching, oh God, God, that you will touch them, oh God, in a mighty way. I pray right now, Father God, for their hearts. Those that may be grieving in any kind of way, it may be a loss, but it also 
also may be the, the, the things that's happening right now, they may have lost a job. They may be losing money. They may lost, lost some friends, God. Whatever it is that they have lost, that they feel like the, the void, they feel darkness, Father. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will release your love, that you will restore, that you will renew, that you will recalibrate, God, that you, God, will redo, God, those things in their lives that need to be redone. I pray, God, that they will know that it's not over until you says it's over, that you, that they will know that there is life and life more abundantly in you. I pray that they will tap in to the abundant life in you, Father. I pray right now, God, that you will give them a fullness of joy. I pray for direction over them. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I pray that you will just mend the broken heart. I pray for a reconciliation back to you, Father. I pray, God, that they will see, God, that all things can be made new, that when one thing is gone, that another thing can come, that old things may pass, but something else is being birthed that's new, that they will allow the old to be released so that they can grab a hold to the new. I thank you, Father, for the restoration of the people that are listening right now. I pray they don't get tired. They don't get weary. They don't give up. They don't try. I come right now against the spirit of suicide and death and of the abortive spirit and the murder right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray right now that you will resuscitate life back into those that are watching right now. Resuscitate dreams, resuscitate visions, restore and resuscitate life right now, God, in the name of Jesus, every plan and the purpose that you had for them, God, it shall come to pass. I pray for their belief system to come back, God, God, that they will not allow their belief in you to die. God, I pray that their hearts, God, will not grow cold in this hour. God, God, but you will allow them to burn and be on fire for you. Like never before, Father, keep their minds stayed on you, God, and you shall give them perfect peace. I thank you for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It shall rule and guard their hearts through Christ Jesus. Lord, I give you praise and glory for what you're doing. You're turning it around for them. I thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Amen, amen, amen. We're, we agree and we come alongside and just, um, just feel the Holy Spirit and, and just the, the resuscitation, just as you were speaking that forth, just chills because it's there's there needs to be that sound that's that's piercing the darkness and says no god has a better way there's a light that's piercing the darkness in this age and we're not going to let darkness overcome it and so be encouraged today listeners be encouraged um this ain't over he's turning it around and we have we have much much work to do still and i'm thankful for that restorative god so Mm -hmm. latika mr latika man do we love you um you you just you resuscitated us today, yeah. <laughs> girl. We were having a little rough day and you resuscitated us. So we appreciate your ministry and look forward to the Rearrange online conference coming up in September. And uh, we just pray blessings, blessings and increase over your life and your ministry yeah. in Jesus name. And let us, uh, let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you. Okay, so as you all mentioned, I have a Facebook group ministry on Facebook. You go to uh, Mornings with the Holy Spirit chat and we'll accept you in. So come on in there. You can also go. I have a business page. It's called on Facebook, Latika Wiley Ministries. And then you can go to my website at www.latikawiley.com. And you can also get your ticket there. So those are the ways they can reach out to me. Message me. Do what you need to do. I want to love on you. That's how you can get to me. Yes. And I'm telling you, you need some Mama Tika in your life if you don't have her already. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks again for being a guest. We're so honored to have you on and we're excited to be part of the conference. And excited to have you. And tell, tell those viewers, those listeners, if they if they're in a place in a season where they're they're kind of in a dark place, do not keep their mouth closed. 
they need to reach out to somebody, get some accountability, get some help, reach out to some counsel, whatever you need to do, but don't sit in that place. That's okay. Good. That's good. Yeah. Resuscitation when you reach out. So yeah. thank you nope. ladies so much. Thank you. And thank you guys for, for coming up higher with us today. We love you listeners. And, uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to this podcast and rate it. And um, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.